control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. William Roddy Bryan. You've seen the name. You've probably seen some photos of who he is. But he is just as responsible for the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey as Gregory and Travis McMichael. Yet he's still free. Here's what I know. The only justice we get is the justice we fight for. This system that sometimes is called the justice system was not built to give us justice. It was built for our oppression. So today, I want to break down again the case of the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey, specifically telling you the role of William Roddy Bryan and give you new action steps that you can take to hold this man accountable. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. have a few things today that I want to help us break down and understand here. One is a rule called the felony murder rule. And if you've been listening to this podcast, I've actually done several episodes of the breakdown about the felony murder rule because it is regularly applied to African-Americans who were present when a felony murder took place. But they didn't commit the murder. They sometimes had virtually nothing to do with the murder. They may have never held the murder weapon. They may have never even put their hands on the victim. But because they were an accomplice, they then are charged with felony murder. That's what we have here in the case of Gregory McMichael, who did not fire the shot at Ahmaud Aubrey but who seemed to oversee the chase, who was armed when Ahmaud Aubrey was shot and killed, but did not shoot and kill him himself. But Gregory McMichael was arrested and charged with felony murder. Well, what we know is that while Travis McMichael fired the fatal shots and Gregory McMichael, his father, was there with him, really overseeing the operation, there was a third person. William Roddy Bryan, who was not only involved in the 30-second or so clip that we see, we now know that it was him who filmed that clip. We have come to understand civil rights attorney Lee Merritt and I. Lee represents the family of Ahmaud Aubrey. Lee and I have now studied this case day and night for nearly a month, and we have fully come to understand uh, without question, that what we see in that video is the final 30 seconds of a chase that lasted for over four minutes. And we have not only studied the scene, Lee is actually there in Brunswick on the ground right now studying it. Lee and I have talked extensively over the past 24 hours 
but we have studied all the police reports, all the investigative documents that we have access to. We have talked to eyewitnesses and studied every bit of evidence that's available, and including 911 calls, security cameras, timestamps, etc. And what we now understand is that William Roddy Bryan and Gregory and Travis McMichael did not chase Ahmad for 30 seconds. They did not just park their car at the end of the street and then shoot and kill him. They chased him for over four minutes until the two parties, the McMichaels in one truck and William Roddy Bryan in another, boxed Ahmad in, at which he could not go in any potential direction without running into someone's yard or perhaps being shot in the back, which we believe was probably his greatest fear, that Ahmad believed at the point in which he was boxed in that if he ran just straight past them, that they would either run him over or shoot him in the back. And at the moment in which they boxed Ahmad in, he understood that he could only either turn around and confront William Roddy Bryan or turn in the other direction and have to try to somehow get past the McMichaels. But William Roddy Bryan is still free. Now, we were told on the day that they arrested the McMichaels. We were told by several authorities that they planned on arresting, arresting William Roddy Bryan that day. And we were waiting, and we've been waiting now for over a week. And during this week, William Roddy Bryan is talking to anybody and everybody he can. He has changed his entire look uh, to try to look as harmless as possible. And his attorneys have him basically doing a PR campaign to make it out like he was a hero. I need you to understand the man was no hero. According to Gregory McMichael, in the very police report taken on the day of the murder, William Roddy Bryan helped them chase Ahmad Aubrey down and help box Ahmad, uh, box Ahmad in. If you listen to any interview that William Roddy Bryan is doing all over the media, he refuses to talk about those several minutes because he knows they are incriminating. Also, I need you to understand that he held on to this video for over three months, and it was not his decision to let the video go. Instead, it was the attorneys of the McMichaels who released the video. William Roddy Bryan had this video for months on end. He expressed no sympathy to the family of Ahmaud Aubrey in February, in March, in April, he did them no favors. He's no hero. This man was literally an accomplice, a co-conspirator. It is my firm belief that Ahmaud Aubrey could very well be alive today had William Roddy Bryan not participated in this crime. Had Ahmaud not been boxed in, he could have very well escaped that scene as he tried to do for four minutes. Now that we know that they chased him for four minutes all around the neighborhood, it helps us understand that they weren't afraid of their, they weren't afraid for their lives. They were hunting this man. That's exactly what was happening. And I want to play an audio clip of something re just released by the New York Times, which confirms what we know, which is that Ahmad was being chased for over four minutes I'm going to post this video on my Instagram for you to check out. I want you to really see it. And after I play this, I'll break it down a little bit more, and then we'll get to today's action steps. 
It's 1.08 p.m. and Arbery is walking around inside the house. Four minutes after he entered, he walks out and runs off. He's running right now. There he goes right now. Okay, what is he doing? In the top corner of the security footage, we can see down the street to 2.30 Satilla, the home of Travis McMichael. At 1.10pm, Travis and his father, Gregory, grab their guns, jump in a white truck and leave the house to pursue Mr. Arbery. We don't have footage showing the next three minutes, but testimony Gregory McMichael gave police at the scene and interviews by another witness, Roddy Bryan, indicate what happened. Gregory and Travis McMichael follow Arbery onto Burford Road. Their neighbour, Roddy Bryan, sees the pursuit, gets in his car and follows. The McMichaels try to cut Arbery off. Arbery doubles back and passes them. Bryan tries to block Arbery, but Arbery runs past him and toward Holmes Road. Gregory McMichael climbs from the cab to the bed of the truck, armed with a handgun. We don't know exactly what happens next, but Bryan and the McMichaels end up following Arbery on Holmes Road. And we next see Arbery at 1.14pm, running back down Holmes Road, away from Roddy Bryan and towards the McMichaels. Roddy Bryan is filming and a warning, these scenes are distressing. What you just heard was just a sample, uh, a small clip of a longer video put together by the New York Times to show the beginning, middle and end of what actually happened on the day Ahmaud Aubrey was murdered. I'm glad you could hear it, but what I really want you to do is see it. I want you to understand exactly what William Roddy Bryan did, where he was, and understand that he participated in this for over four minutes and that they were chasing Ahmad all through the neighborhood until Ahmad was boxed in and had nowhere to go. It's outrageous that this man has not already been arrested. There is, there is no credible reason why he's still free and able to basically mount a full-fledged PR campaign other than the fact that, as I just said, this system was not designed for our justice. It was designed for our oppression. And any time it gives us even a hint, a sliver, a shadow of justice, it's because we squeezed it and made it do it. And so that leads us to new action steps for this case that we'll be pushing for all week, that we're going to continue to push for until William Roddy Bryan is charged and arrested with the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. Right now, I need you to put this number in your phone and you can save it as Justice for Ahmad Aubrey or Run With Mod. This, in essence, is going to be our permanent hotline that we're going to have and we regularly update. We're going to tell you about the updates, but first, make sure you lock this number in your phone. 770-800-0689. 770-800-0689. One more time. 770-800-0689. And when you call that number today, I have a brand new voice message there waiting for you, breaking down the case. We are changing all of our targets right now for Ahmaud Aubrey to focus on the arrest of William Roddy Bryan. I tell you what you need to say. We talk some about who we're calling. We're calling the district attorney. 
We're calling the Georgia Bureau of Investigations. We're calling local, state, and federal officials to demand that they arrest and charge William Roddy Bryan with the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. I need you to understand that what he committed there as a co-conspirator, as an accomplice, was a crime that Ahmad would very likely still be alive if a second car did not participate in boxing him in and trapping him in there in the neighborhood. Call the number today. Save it in your phone. Share it. Film yourself making the calls. Post it on your social media. Tag me. Text your friends and neighbors. We need to get back on the phone and let them know that they need to arrest William Roddy Bryan. Break it down. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.